All right, we're live. Episode 36. We are talking about something funny today. Not funny, I'm sorry. Is this uh, a laughing matter to you? <laughs> what guys find attractive in girls? Who? Yeah. <laughs> we're already slipping into dangerous territory because what I what? find attractive in a girl is probably going to be quite different than hmm. another guy. But we'll say on average what on most... On average, yeah. Well, I guess we can talk about that too, right? I'm just going to say most dudes have poor shit taste though, you know? (laughs) Same to you girls out there. You guys got some fucking (laughs) icky taste. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. So you can't can't, uh, pay much attention to what I'm saying. I've been having... Why are you tired? Well, you know, I've been working Mm -hmm. on the only girl in my life and Mm -hmm. she's a machine. (laughs) My van. Sweet cherry van. And she's uh she's not behaving, so the last injector yeah. won't come out it's stuck, and it's been a full on battle dealing with it pretty much. Yeah. I mean, several it's been mornings. there for a decade at least, right? Oh yeah, injectors. That injector yeah. has <laughs> 2005. Yeah, yeah. That injector is older than some of the listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Our one fan. Hey, shout out to our fan in Korea, the kid. Oh yeah. Our- <laughs> Don't remember what your name was, but it's my nephew. <laughs> that's racist man well he was very sweet by the way yeah thank you yeah okay so i guess we're talking about on average what men mm-hmm. like about women in a romantic attachment type or are we talking uh i mean uh, it doesn't have to be um you know things in relationships or dating i guess but just in general like in general what guys find attractive in girls you know mm-hmm. I mean, first off first yeah. and foremost since the speed of light is faster than the speed of sound <laughs> your looks play a very pivotal role initially <laughs> which seems incredibly we, uh, shallow but touched on it a little bit when we uh did dating yeah, right there yeah, was we dating it, we yeah. did relationship something similar to it uh relationship dating and now this is, I guess, um, um, subset of those topics relevant. <clears throat> or all right, so let's let's just imagine a situation. I I think that's that's gonna make it a little more um, easy for us, right? We by the way, we didn't really talk about this prior to uh, filming this, so um, on the fly. Yeah, we're doing it on the fly. But let's say uh, we we're on a first date, right? You and I? Girl. Not not you and me. <laughs> I know as much as you want it. I don't whoa, want it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but um, let's say we're on a first date. Okay. Because we kind of know well about what girls like or what we should do on a first date, right? Listen to him well and, you know, uh, be attentive Wait, it's only on the first date? You mean I can drop it after the first date? No, no, no. I've been I mean, uh, up this entire of course, time. those things, some of those things apply to, you know, other situations as well. But just in order to, um, you know, bring up some specific things, I'm just, yeah. you know, talking about this on a certain setting. But uh, on a first date, uh, we know what girls like or what girls expect us to do or behave, right? Pick up the first check. <laughs> Oh, man, it's getting a bit reductionist already. Okay, let's just keep going. <laughs> Things of that nature. But uh, I don't think we 
often talk about what guys like or what guys expect. You know, I see what I, you're saying. Um, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this. Um, maybe it's been done before, probably, yeah. But lately, I haven't really seen um, any discussion about this. So that's what I thought. And that's why I thought that this could be a little uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So as much... I'm going to start first. As much as girls like guys uh, be attentive and, you know, just active listening, guys like that too, girls, <laughs> you know. Uh, we like to listen, of course, but we like, um, you know, girl in front of us, be attentive as well, you know, and make eye contact. That's another thing. You know, some um, guys, I think, I don't know on average if they prefer eye contact with uh, making an eye contact with the girls. Because I know some of the guys uh, who don't prefer making eye contact because they're shy. They don't know what to do. <laughs> Fucking cowards. Um, but I think, I find that attractive, for sure. On a first date, especially. Um, trying to make eye contact um, actively as we talk. Right? Yeah. Um, what else? Splitting the bill, sharing the bill, offering to pick up, offering yeah. to split. Yeah, for sure. Are those things that you have a preference? Me, I, I always try to pick up the first tab because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just like doing that. I don't really care necessarily if it's perceived in a way because I think there's a lot of dudes out there that potentially use that as a, well, I did this for you, I took you to mm-hmm. dinner, blah, 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 and then try to elicit something in exchange for that which typically it's pressuring them into, you know, an awkward situation, which yeah. I can totally understand why women or people in general are unappreciative of that because then it's a ploy to get an affection. It's not really like a genuine, oh, I just want to cover it. You mm-hmm. know, it's nice to meet you. Rather, it's a uh, a transactional type methodology that you're applying to your dating, which is, yeah. I think, disgusting for Anybody. Nobody likes that if they, if they can see it's going on. Yeah. So I think that's why people initially prefer just splitting the bill. Because it doesn't assume anything for either person. That's true. Yeah. Me personally, I don't care. I don't yeah, care me one either. way or the other. I'm either. actually almost completely indifferent mm-hmm. to... I just show up showing up and don't really have expectations. So mm-hmm. I would say I'm definitely not probably the average guy in that regard. Yeah. Um, so I don't know I, I don't know how much I can speak to what the average guy expects on a date because a lot of the average guys I know are just mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean they're average they don't get dates very often so they're probably stoked when they actually get one and they have no experience so <laughs> their expectations are kind of yeah. all over the place from person to person but meeting location like we talked before I think most mm-hmm. guys first dates as well I think most guys prefer to meet coffee or a bar for drinks. Because, hmm. again, it's lighthearted. Yeah. It's easy. Kind of converse. See where it's going, what you want. Me, Casual, personally, yeah. I prefer I prefer coffee dates. Yeah, same here. Or a walk or something. But, yeah, mm-hmm. coffee's the easiest way to know. Because you can always leave coffee. Like we've talked about before on the dating episode. Right. You can always just go do something after that. Hey, let's go get lunch. Or, hey, exactly. what you got doing later? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you sign up for like a dinner or something that's going to take a while, 
Like, yeah. You may not like them. You have to just deal with them. That's too risky. Yeah, you don't want to mm-hmm. be rude, but you're putting me in a position where mm-hmm. I'm going to have to be rude because we are just not compatible in any regard. Right. And I mean compatible in the sense of maybe you don't have the social etiquette to mm-hmm. behave with dignity to understand. I'm rejecting you. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And same for me. If somebody does that to me, I can take it take it in stride. It's all good. Mm-hmm. No worries. I get it. <laughs> like, it's yeah. fine. We just don't see it eye to eye in this thing. Yeah. I mean, as long as you do that politely, I don't think there should be any problem. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we talked about Wait, this on dating. But um, yeah, coffee date is perfect in my opinion because there's no pressure. Uh, even for guys um, worrying about bills and things like that. And it's casual. Uh, it's public. There are a lot of people in coffee shops usually. So girls feel safer probably uh, rather than, I don't know, somewhere dark um, <laughs> clubs or things like that. That's kind of crazy. I don't know if anybody does that actually for the first date. You know, Go to choose a, a club. club. Yeah, I'm sure some do. Yeah, uh, maybe, I mean, maybe if you're younger. Mm-hmm. But probably also if you're doing that, you're probably going as a group or yeah. with a group of friends. It's probably mm-hmm. not this kind of, hey, want to be at the club later? <laughs> yeah. or <laughs> Just by yourself. Yeah. Or if they go out as a group, right? Yeah. You go to club anyway. And uh turns out that this girl or guy is going to club or going out with their friends anyway. Um, those kind of settings, yeah, it can happen. But even so... I guess it, this differs by age groups a lot, right? I mean, young people may do it, but I, I mean, that's just that's crazy to me. Like, I wouldn't do that because I'm not criticizing them. I'm not saying that's bad for them. I just personally don't prefer um, any situation or any setting that I cannot have proper conversation. Um, that's why, in, in reverse, I prefer coffee shop or, you know, uh, I don't know. I guess coffee shop, that's it. <laughs> or quiet place where I can uh, make conversation. You yeah. know? I mean, that's that's the most important thing, right? Yeah, I you're mean, trying. that's how you get to know somebody. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Obviously, actions are a byproduct of conversation, but typically people lead with conversation because mm-hmm. you don't get to get to the action part until you have some rapport or at least some understanding to kind of put their actions to their words. Right. So, yeah, of course you want to be able to Mm-hmm. speak and talk not not that you need to share necessarily a lot of words mm-hmm. if you're on the same page with things but yeah again the coffee shop lends itself to the ideal setting of getting to know somebody in a more intimate regard I think right plus you get to drink coffee who doesn't love coffee yeah actually a lot of the dates I've gone on they always get tea yeah I've seen <laughs> actually yeah. plenty who don't like coffee uh, but I mean, still, well, that's what I check actually. If if the girl says that, oh, you know, I don't like coffee, I don't drink coffee, then I make sure that the coffee shop has some tea or other options, right? So that you know, we can avoid some awkward awkward situation. Yeah. Well, how thoughtful of you using Google so effectively? Okay. <laughs> uh, also, another thing that I like to see on a first date is. Um, I, I guess makeup and proper clothing. <laughs> I mean, obviously, some girls who don't really care about that. Um, good for them. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing, but I personally, um, I guess, don't really appreciate that. You know, it's a first day. You know, I make sure that I look clean and neat. I don't just go out with fucking, you know, I don't know, 
gym clothes, chalk still yeah, on your face. I don't do that. Yeah, me either. And then never, that's an opportunity for, you know, any of us actually, me, uh, us or uh, guys or girls, to shine, you know, show their style, show their, you know, identity in a way. Shine bright like a diamond? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's definitely an opportunity where you can try to express your mm-hmm. creativity and also show that you're capable of playing the part. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, this person can dress up. To a degree, you know, mm-hmm. he knows how to at least look the part. Yeah, that, that, that's important. That's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I I don't care how somebody shows up personally on the first date, mm-hmm. but I do appreciate any effort that's visible, right? Yeah, of course. It's just something I can readily appreciate. Mm-hmm. Not to say I wouldn't find other things I could appreciate, or that it's going to be a deal breaker in how things go forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give same same to me you know i want to give something the other person can appreciate like oh yeah. they took time to and obviously yeah, yeah yeah show there's there was effort put into this mm-hmm. kind of not like it's a oh just this is thing that happens every day that i happen to be doing yeah you know that's even if that's not the case maybe it is something that happens pretty frequently mm-hmm. you should still kind of put a little bit of effort yeah express it express it yeah for sure also, what I think generally guys like to hear um, is uh, genuine encouragement. I think guys find that very uh, uh, attractive. Are we talking about first dates? Uh, no, generally. Just generally speaking. You know. Seems like there's the general things that men and women mm-hmm. appreciate are the same things that they appreciate about each other. <laughs> It's the way you express it, though, right? Right. Um, so you're saying, repeat what you said. Uh, when when a girl encourages you about things okay. that, um, especially when you're doing not good, right? When you are down, or you know, you're having difficulties and things that things like that. I think a, a lot of guys still have that. Um, you know, echoing feelings from their relationships with mother, mm. right? And a mother is usually caring and, you know, they encourage you to do things, you know. They support you. They're very supportive, right? Mm. So guys find it really attractive when they see the quality from another girl. You know, I mean, we've talked about this before uh, too. It's similar to in this same token, I think this is this applies to girls too. That uh, a lot of people tend to find people, other person, who resembles their father or uh, opposite sex parent, uh, attractive, right? Um, you don't think so? Oh no, no, I yeah. agree, but I don't think that's. Uh, I think it's an attraction by familiarity rather than mm-hmm. uh, personal and unique attraction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yes, totally, totally agree with you. And guys, for those out there that are hearing this when somebody does encourage you especially your significant other or potential romantic interest or even a friend yeah. just check take it with stride don't be a dickhead yeah there's a lot of times where somebody's trying to be encouraging i've seen this firsthand i've been guilty of it and rather than take it as encouragement they take it as a criticism mm. like they need the encouragement you know like, right. oh, i can do it without it i don't need you don't need to do that yeah but you just gotta Sit back and be appreciative of the uh, the motive in yeah. that regard, 
right? There, delivery can always be worked upon. It's going to vary from relationship to relationship, but mm-hmm. you know, along you can go a long way by just appreciating the motive people are trying to have. Mm-hmm. That usually will help you suss out the language and the words they're using to kind of understand the idea better. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I think that usually happens because of uh, because of this defensive filter that you use. You know, a lot of people, and I think most people do. And you know, that filter can be uh, taken down when you re- interact with person that you know well. Usually, like your really good friends, we don't really use that filter, right? Mm-hmm. There's no ego. There's no really uh, insecurity when you re- interact with those people. But when you do interact with people that you don't know well um, in dating and things like that, I think people typically have that, this, um, you know, activate this defensive mechanism, right? And then they can't even really hear another person's encouragement or positive message because they're um, really defensive, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right. It's something we have to avoid, even with ourselves. Maybe if we're trying to encourage ourselves, it's easy to get into a negative self-talk space within our own head. Like, you're not capable of doing this. You can't do this. Like, what makes you think today is going to be different than yesterday? Yeah. It can be very easy to run into these circles and let that dictate and control your very reality mm-hmm. when it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it can be difficult to navigate these types of situations, mm-hmm. whether they're interpersonal relationships or the personal relationship with you have yourself or anybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just be mindful that these paradigms can exist and maybe you're subject to it. Yeah. And the more you become aware of how subject to these things are, the more freedom you'll have to actually have a decision because for the first time you'll realize there is a decision. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can apply that to everything. You apply yeah. that into your relationships, your interest. Hey, maybe you're showing up. Maybe you're one of these average guys we're talking about average in regards to like you know mathematically average not like you're an average person i'm sure you excel in certain areas but when you show up on a date and you have all these expectations maybe you're missing out on the potential of who that person was or even in a friendship regard maybe because you came in there with expectations Mm -hmm. thinking like oh this person needs to be xyz otherwise i'm not going to have interest whether that's for again friendship dating job mm-hmm. blah 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 if you open your mind you actually be able to hear them and they might teach you something or they might say something that resonates with you mm-hmm. that you never thought could and all comes from just coming there open-minded yeah you know an incredibly valuable thing to have i mean right. like we talked about in every episode just discard the things that don't serve you values morals ethics whatever mm-hmm. and choose to adopt the ones that do yeah and people can teach you things, even yeah. people you strongly disagree with or you don't see any value or meaning in their life. Mm-hmm. They can teach you things. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, that really applies to just general relationship, right? Um, you you got to be authentic and genuine to if you want that person, um, you know, is genuine as well, right? I mean, you can, you're not genuine and you expect you cannot expect the other person to be genuine as well. I mean that people can usually sense that when you're not being genuine, right? When you're trying to sugarcoat things about yourself and showing off or whatever those things that you associate with yourself, uh, typically people can sense that, right? So I mean that's a baseline starting point in my opinion 
that if you want uh, to build really meaningful relationship with someone or moving forward, then at the very least, you got to be genuine. Yeah. And yeah. I think as you get closer to this ideal, genuine state, you stop caring about other people's states if they're being genuine or disingenuous because yeah. you only care that you're being genuine mm-hmm. and thus you can easily navigate circumstances and situations. Yeah. Because then you'll just come, oh, they're not genuine in this regard. And people are genuine to certain degrees in different areas and avenues of their life, of course. We mm-hmm. can't have complete genuineness and everything. It's just, I don't think it's possible, even though if we strive for it. Mm-hmm. So, again, it makes the kind of a deciphering process easier. Yeah. When you're genuine with yourself, it becomes easier to see what's an acceptable level of genuinity from somebody else. Yeah. And on that note, get out of here. You people that aren't paying for this. <laughs> We're going to talk to the genuine people like us. We're done with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the end of uh, the Free Virgin this week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Wait, I'll see you next week too. <laughs> so rude, this guy. <laughs>